You're listening to episode 184 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. This is the benefit of joining the live show. What you have missed in this recording are colossal fuck-ups for uh, uh, possibly the, the worst beginning of a show ever as far as the show has ever existed and only those in in the uh, in, in the Mark's live just chat. not gonna go do, back Got and do it again so no no we're not doing we're not redoing <laughs> all this stuff we we had some fun things we talked about the booze that we're drinking we we had some light banter but i i refuse to redo it i refuse because i'll i'll choke a person i'll I don't want to stab. I was concerned when I looked over and you were leaning back in the chair with your 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 hands like tented over your nose. Did the vein come out? Oh, the the vein was throbbing, but but his eyes were closed, and I'm just like, what happened? This is not good. Oh, oh, you and therapists have only seen that kind of rage. (laughs) I don't know. They might have seen it a little bit at 360 Vegas Vacation when the the trap wasn't cooperating. That that was that was more of a drunken rage. Not quite the same thing yet. Yeah, All right. right. I wouldn't have been able to coherently attack people verbally, if not physically, but, you know. All right, let's get to the show, because that's the only way to get through this. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right, well, listen, he's Mark, she's Karen, and I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Hotel Apache had the first neon sign in Las Vegas. It was also the first building in town with an elevator. That building would eventually become part of Binion's and its original brick facade still exists hidden behind the Binion signage. We got that from multiple sources. That is something that fascinates me. This recently happened with Pioneer Club when they expanded to make that tattoo shop. You got to see the old facade of, of the Pioneer Club. Oh, right. Yeah. It fascinates me how cut and paste, makeshift Fremont is. They're just kind of like, we're going to buy this place. Like, oh, So what are we going to do with all this? Like, we'll just... Just put it, it over it. Just, just cover it up. <laughs> just cover it up. <laughs> history, just below what we can see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But if you know that I'd call history. It's more I, old. You call it. Tell history. me, you didn't get a kick out of seeing the old uh, Pioneer Club. I was like, huh? About that. <laughs> if you didn't have an idiot next to you going, oh my god, that's from the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's the yeah. house down the street. <laughs> Well, and what's cool about it, too, is quite frankly, if somebody ever wanted to bring back its, you know, glory days or, or bring it back to what it looked like when it was first built, it's still right there. That would you know, be a they trip. haven't ruined it. 
Yeah, if somebody wanted to do something like that to actually invest in the money to restore it. I mean, nobody would ever do that, but if somebody wanted to redo it, they Only could. you if you won the lottery. I know, that's right. And then no one would like it, and I'd be a giant failure. I'm like, don't you guys get or appreciate this? Don't you love Amazing. it? <laughs> As people walk by going to the date, loser, fuck you, kids. <laughs> get off my lawn. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that sums that up. Let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Less is more is a cliche that sums up this revised view at the Sky Suites in a post-Harmon war. In a post-Harmon war. In a post-Harmon world. As Vegas properties have grown skyward, the primary downside is buildings obscuring the view of other buildings in the skyline. Mandarin Oriental and Cosmopolitan may be the current biggest offenders of this truth. I wouldn't change it, but with the constant evolution of the market comes new changes. However, having a building that did nothing but obscure the view seemed to be extra stingy lemon juice in the wound. At Ken Ben 2000 shared this week how that wrong has been righted at sunset just before the magic happens. I absolutely love that time. It's like that feeling you get when you're getting fired up before you're taking the field and playing a team sport. For me, in Vegas... When the sun is going down and the lights are just starting to come up, it triggers that little but steady infusion of adrenaline into the bloodstream because I know the real adventure is about to begin and anything can happen. And I'm also about to live the Vegas story that I get to tell all my friends about. <laughs> because inevitably, I will do something that is, that is story-worthy, if only for the people who attend or listen to such shows as this. <laughs> Oh, see, that just brought back the picture that Brian sent us this week. The Donald Duck. Sure. <laughs> we have to Sorry. explain it now because now no one gets it. Well, we, long story short, when Brian and Angela got married, we were down at Disney for their wedding. And again, it's an entertaining story if you do it long. But but Mark and Brian got hammered the night before. We have that. That That is also a bonus. That's the first 360 Vegas origin story. Okay. But so you'll we'll hear that eventually. But basically, Mark... I had some challenges with Mark during the course of the night. So when he finally woke up in the morning and was aware of anything that was happening, he kind of stood up and looked at me and he goes, and why don't I have any pants on? And Brian has dubbed that as Donald Duck in it. Because Donald Duck <laughs> Donald wears Duck a shirt and doesn't wear any yeah. pants. And so the Brian shirt. dug out a shirt that had a picture of Donald Duck that said something about... When you have a shirt this great, you don't need any pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it just... It, I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. Inside joke. Maybe nobody else gets it. Yeah. Or it doesn't get yet. You will win the origin. <laughs> well, it's already been out. It's been out for oh. months. This is a woman who has never fucking listened to it. No, she's listened to four episodes. Four episodes of this uh-uh. fucking show. I've listened to every single one that I'm on. You're so full of shit. <laughs> oh, I have. So full of shit. Nope. Oh, really? Really? Did you listen to the last episode yet? How, what did you think well, of no, last I was, episode? I was in it. I didn't need to listen to that one. So you just said you listened to all yeah. the shows that you're in, but then you yeah. just said you didn't listen to it because you were in the last show. Well, I haven't been like in the car or someplace I can listen to it yet. I'm driving, oh, I'm sorry. I'm driving to no. New Orleans next Did, week. You didn't you didn't you go to with somebody else in the car? Oh, okay. So so it's a great opportunity for them to get to be introduced. To... No, 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 no. So now we understand that your shame for being on such oh, no, no, no. a globally, it's not a shame. globally popular show. Shut, shut the fuck up. You One shut second. The fuck up. 
It was a coworker. I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. I have my personality and persona at work is very different than the real me that y'all get to see. And I am perfectly happy with keeping those two worlds separate unless it's somebody I really, really trust. The person that was in the car with me is not somebody that I wanted to hear that. So kiss my ass because protecting my reputation at work is what helps fund all this fun little stuff. Not so stop it. Listeners fund all this. So it, fun, fuck it funds your life. <laughs> Okay, well, with fun, that. your job what? funds my life, yes. But exactly. I mean, yeah. So don't, don't give me this, this that I'm ashamed of you. Don't you, you I'm not ashamed don't of you. Don't you attack I didn't. the show. You implied that I did, and I said nothing don't of the Don't you imply that I... That it's, no, you implied. I had a better way to say that. And I, I, yeah, I you failed miserably. Shut up and move on. I do have to say, in truth, this week's Twit Pick of the Week was actually a GIF file, which is literally just a little 30-second video. However... The, the app that I use for Twitter on my Mac doesn't show those, so I saw it as a still, wrote the monologue, and then realized when I went to save it so I could post it on the blog that, uh, that, that it was actually a gift. I had my heart broken because I didn't want to rewrite the monologue and, and pick another winner, so I'm amending it for this week, and now a gift one. Yay! <laughs> little video one to a pick of the week. But not I, a video. I don't know if a future video will win, but I, it was funny. Because but not a video that they can see right now. Not currently, no. Okay. No, no I couldn't figure out how to, how to put that into the enhanced feed. But um, and I, and I can't figure out how to put it on the blog to be honest with you. But uh, when I retweet it as the tweet pick of the week, you can see it. So it was funny because I reached out to to the winner and I said, Hey, is there any way you can give me a still of this? And then in my head, and unfortunately spilled out through my fingers uh, as I was speaking with it, I'm like, you know what? I create the rules that go to Twit Pick of the Week. So I I'm going to amend them. Fuck it. A gift is winning this fucking week. We're going to have a video win this week. <laughs> and the guy just goes, okay, thanks. <laughs> Confused. Sorry. <laughs> you won. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that was my inner I monologue wondered, coming in. What, what was the image that you saw then? that made it win because the video itself is is breathtaking and i see i i see value it actually surprised me that you weren't aware that it was a video when you made it when you picked it as the winner because the at least the initial picture that i saw was not all that um impressive but then when i got into it and i saw the overall play of the video i thought oh that is really cool well, so i guess i'm just wondering mark what was the image that you saw that, that was up on your uh app when you when you chose that particular well, picture what's so fascinating about that tony is the monologue actually specifically describes what it was that i was fascinated about that made it win did you listen to any of what i said uh, i mean it was you know <laughs> To reiterate for you, my friend, because I adore you so much, this view three months ago would have been obscured by the piece of shit Harmon building. You wouldn't even have been able to see Planet Hollywood, and therefore you wouldn't have been able to see the sun setting behind it. And the fact that the Harmon is now gone, that view is now returned. You get such a beautiful view from Aria through city center complex, Veer, Planet Hollywood, you can now see that again. That giant building that did nothing is no longer there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not a fan I, of that? that I, I, I reject that premise. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Tony's a big fan of shitty buildings that don't do anything. Tony, you, you have to remember, at the end of the day, all of these winners are up to Mark's discretion. So uh, that's true. That's true. He loves it. 
As long as Mark is happy, the rest of us just have to, to live in his little world. I don't like any of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, that being said, why don't we move on to the news? Or, as always, we have photos. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you want me to read that? You, you should, because not only did you insult uh, one of the most popular segments on this show, you now bastardize the way that it's done. So, uh, yeah, Tony, I think you should read it. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. So with that, let's move on to the news. Ooh, this first one's pretty exciting, Mark. 360 Vegas vacation and a Vice Lounge Online event? Well, here's a breaking oh, news boy. for you. Prior to uh, the Twit Pick of the Week segment, we were going to have a Vice <laughs> Lounge <right>. Online event. <laughs> There's been an edit. To it, the, uh, it has now been revoked. <laughs> no, just get completely kidding. It's removed from the schedule. To the glee of many and the chagrin of one, Vital Vegas, we have invited our friends. Tony and his co-host Jason at Vice Lounge Online to participate in 360 Vegas Vacation 3. And while previously thought impossible, we think we've figured out how to not alienate half our attendees. Here's the plan. On Sunday after dinner at Pizza Rock, those of you who are interested will make their way over to Vado's at in Binion's to get some fine cigars. Those of you who aren't will head over to Golden Nuggets Outdoor Bar 46 for quality adult beverages where the rest of the group will meet up with their cigars in hand. Vice Lounge has also offered to serve court once again, this time on Tuesday at MGM during the Catalyst Bar event just before dinner at TAP. We anticipate having smoking and non-smoking areas since this event will be uh, inside that being at Catalyst. Tony, I can't wait for you to tell people what, what you guys have got in store for this. I, I'm not a cigar smoker. I'm not a scotch drinker. I'm interested in both of these things, but the idea kind of came to us as, as you've now kind of joined the, the fold here as a reoccurring host of expanding what we have. And this is something that I just simply can't offer people. And I do honestly believe that it's, it's a very Vegasy thing. So tell people what you guys have got in mind or, or, or your thoughts on joining the festivities of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. Sure, sure. Look, the long and short of it is, uh, you're absolutely right. What is more Vegas than to have a scotch in one hand and a cigar in the other, and you sit around and you're talking about, you know, maybe some of the bad beats that you had, some of the wins that you've had, you know, maybe some of the experiences just in general that you've had while you're in Vegas. It's big pimping. Uh, Let's be honest. It's big pimping. <laughs> I don't know how to reply to that. So, um. So, as such, we decided, well, listen, first things first, we can, when we're downtown, we can pick up a smoke from uh, Vato Cigars, which is inside Binion's. We can pick up our smoke, we can light up, we can enjoy a few minutes there together, maybe talk to Sarah and Paul Vatos, the, the folks that own, uh, obviously, Vato Cigars. And then we'll just make our way over to Bar 46, and the value is for those folks that aren't cigar smokers, no harm, no foul. You certainly don't have to man up. We will, you know, we're not going to peer pressure into it. The idea is we just want you to be able to sit around, and if you want to try smoking a cigar, if you've always thought, you know, this, this seems like something fun that I'd like to try, but I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm supposed to pick up. You know, black and milds are not real cigars. I hate to <laughs> 
<laughs> folks. Oh, darn. <laughs> Those Swisher sweets that you've been keeping in your shoebox. <laughs> not a proper way, not, neither a correct humidor nor a real cigar. Okay, this is all news so, to me. I'm really concerned. Uh, no, now. wait, whoa, wait, wait, what? <laughs> but this one tastes like grape. <laughs> So, so that's, um, and I just, I, you know, Bar 46, particularly for this time of year, has a beautiful uh, outdoor patio that you can sit at. So I just thought for, for May in Vegas with a cigar, for folks like me who live in Michigan where, you know, the weather can still be a little iffy, it's, it's certainly not going to be as warm in Michigan as it will be in Vegas. I can't wait to just sit outside and enjoy the smoke. Now... Mark, you've been saying Catalyst, but when I've been texting with you, I was saying Centrifuge. Oh, no, so you're right. It is Centrifuge. Catalyst is, uh, or Catalyst is at uh, Link. God, I'm just God, fumbling God. like crazy today. So, yes, you are absolutely right. It is at Centrifuge at MGM. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So what we'll do then on Tuesday is MGM uh, has a Davidoff uh, cigar store kiosk. So what we'll likely do is we'll likely meet up about 10 or 15 minutes prior to the actual centrifuge event. Uh, we'll go through the cigars with folks, kind of direct them on what we would recommend. That what we'll Let me put it this way, Mark, what we will be smoking. And then for folks that want to join us uh, with the Davidoff, and here's the thing about Davidoff. Davidoff is a higher-end cigar, and by higher-end, I mean they typically run somewhere around the $20 marker, whereas most cigars commonly run around the, let's just say, $8, $10 marker. Okay. But I think they're also of a higher caliber. I think, you know, the way, just the way they, they and I'm not going to get into the, the long and short of how they deal with making But you will cigar. at the vacation, exactly, which I am exactly. you will, about. You will appreciate why you're spending almost twice as much on this particular Davidoff cigar. I, that, that is something that I'm kind of geeking out about because, like I said, I don't, I don't know shit about any of these things, but I'm really interested in them. I, I want to understand what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing when, I, when I'm trying out scotch and what, I, what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm smoking the cigar. I don't fucking know. I'm a former cigarette smoker, but I'm pretty sure there's a few subtleties involved when it comes to smoking a cigar. You know, my wife does not smoke cigars because she's a cigarette smoker, and she can't figure out how to puff on a cigar without inhaling it. That's actually, Tony, I haven't touched anything in which you would quasi-inhale, or not even inhale, you would puff, uh, because of such the addiction that I had. That it, it's take, uh, babe, how long has it been? 10, 15 years since I quit no, smoking? No, it's been longer than that because we were, well, okay, it's so maybe 15. We were 24, 25. Yeah, because we're, we so we've almost yeah. been married 20 years. Yeah, so it's been like 15 years. Yeah. And it is only at this time that I'm like, I think I'm ready to try it. And I think I'm, I'm adult so enough. I'm so scared to death. I think about I'm you doing adult it. enough to know that if at some point I inhale this thing, I put it out and go, like, I'm not, I'm still not ready. Because I was one of those people, like, like if, you read about. Tony, but, if I die tomorrow, he'll start smoking again. Pack a day. Easily. Within like a in week. a heartbeat. Within a week. Absolutely. Oh, Karen, if you die tomorrow, I will start doing crack cocaine every day to try to Aww. get through. So not, I understand. I think cigarettes will be that. the least he, of his problem. He would still be smoking if I hadn't kind of put my foot down, and then he's like, oh, fuck it. Might as well do it. Well, for but, sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Listen, my grandfather uh, gave up smoking, and within a year he was dead. And my grandmother said the worst thing she ever did was make him stop smoking Aww. because till the day he died, he kept reaching into his breast pocket to grab his cigarettes, only to discover they weren't there. And she said, if I would have known that he, something completely yeah. outside of lung cancer was going to kill him within a year anyway, I would have, I would have just let him smoke anyway. Why the hell not? It's torture. I'm not going to lie to you. It's absolutely like you hear people say all the time. Oh, I wish I would have never started smoking, and it's not because. Oh, because I'm addicted to this thing. Like, because you learn how amazingly awesome smoking is, and you're like, I will forever always think about. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. See me, not so much. Oh, for me, I, I don't miss. But I was also a different kind of smoker. You were than a cat. You were. Actually, you're very much like Jen. You were a casual smoker. If I if I wasn't so addicted to it. You would still to this day Probably. be a smoker who, when we were in a bar, when we were at a casino, you would smoke. Right. And that's the only time Jen smokes. Yeah. That, yep. that was the hardest thing for me. to. I could quit. I mean, I missed the breaks at work and stuff, but I could quit it. But as soon as I had a drink in my hand, you know, I needed a cigarette. And you actually said, look, this isn't fair because I can't have you doing this part time if I can't do it at all. So I'm like, okay. Then I had to quit, which yeah. completely quit, which was tough. But I, I'm I, I do feel confident that that I'm I'm now in that place where I can intelligently. It's been long enough that that I understand this is a completely different experience. It's more of a flavor profile that I'm going for here as opposed to some kind of a nicotine buzz. But uh, I, I, I gotta say, while I am frequently a little nervous regarding Tony and first time encounters, I'm I'm kind of excited <laughs> for this. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be like my first encounter with uh, with chewing tobacco, which uh, oh. would you accidentally swallow? Uh, I, I did swallow some of the juice, and I vomited in in ways that my friends to this day still make fun of. <laughs> oh, I I tip my hat to you. Um, that is the I, you know, I'll tell you. I honest to God, I tried to start smoking. I really did. I thought I looked cool when I when I did it, and I could not for the. Tony, life everybody of me. looks cool when they smoke. <laughs> well, could it, not do it. And it is funny because the first time, I don't care who you are, if it's the first time that you smoked. You're gonna cough and hack and and, and you know you oh, you make you can make yourself sick easily, oh, but yet somehow light, you keep going back and doing it. And that usually, lightheadedness is amazing. Well, once you get used to it, you used to get lightheaded. Well, well, yeah, when you first started, when you would first start, like going, I've had too much to smoke. I'm a little lightheaded. Like going, that's okay. Just wait ten what minutes. What were you smoking? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Marble lights, all right? <laughs> I was I was clearly a lightweight. A camel unfiltered. <laughs> dick. I was smoking dick, all right? Let's just... uh, oh, oh, hey, that's... Well, you know what? You know what? That'll, that won't kill you. Take that won't each... kill you. <laughs> to each their own. Karen, we don't judge. We don't no, judge. We don't, we don't judge. No. Well, it, it goes without saying, I am beyond um, honored and humbled that you would invite uh, Vice Lounge to join in the 360 Vegas uh, vacation activities. And I promise, I promise, folks, even if you're not a cigar smoker, come on out. Maybe you want to try scotch. Maybe maybe you'll be more interested in, then, you know, in the scotch aspect because we're going to go through that. We're going to recommend uh, a, an affordable scotch that if you end up liking it, you can pick up very easily at one of your local you know, grocery store, liquor stores. It won't cost you an arm and a leg. The idea is we just want you to try something new to you. I want you to try a cigar so or bad. If, I am not trying a cigar. Oh, it'd be so uh, hot. Or if, uh, you, if you just want to watch Chicks Tony. smoke cigars are smoking hot. Yes, hey, he's right. I don't need to smoke a, a cigar to be smoking hot. I he got is, that covered. You would reach levels that would possibly warp the earth. Yeah. I'm not, I, have no desi- I have no desire to smoke a cigar. And no offense, I'm not going to, you know me well enough to know I'm not going to go, yeah, but everybody wants you to, everybody else is doing it. I don't oh. give a shit. I don't want to do it. Chat. 
Chat. We need your help. <laughs> That's right. Yay, peer pressure. <laughs> I am very excited if, if about I, it. and I, If I am not w- willing to change my rating on Peppermill because of the number of people that have told me I'm wrong, oh do you God. really think Who that... Who ever thought Karen's <laughs> dislike or, or, or lack of love? It's not even dislike. No, it's not even it's dislike. Lack it's lack of, of love. love yeah. of complete adoration for Peppermill <laughs> would cause the entire universe now, even, of our little I don't, sphere. I forget who was it copied, copied Peppermill on, on one of them. They're like, why not an 11? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, it, that absolutely cracks me up how everybody's like, what? She doesn't love Peppermill? Like, get her. Get her. <laughs> Everyone attack. Go, go, rush, rush. <laughs> no, Tony, Vice on John Line earned this. I, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that just fucking gives people credit because they're my friends or whatever. You've got to earn a place there. And I've said it many times before, and for those that don't understand, this sounds bad. For those who do completely get it. I don't like almost anything that you guys talk about. I'm not really interested in scotch. Not really interested in cigars. Obviously, gambling I'm, in, I'm into. But the passion that you guys talk about it in causes me to be interested in it and has then grown to an interest to actually try. That, he didn't like it, but he tried it. <laughs> that is impressive. And that's why I wanted to make you guys a part of 360 Vegas Vacation. I appreciate that. Do you recall offhand what's your scotch that you've got? I what is it? I don't recall. I know, don't it, look at me. I have no clue. Uh, it was something that you recommended. Yeah, well, yeah it was very... Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're the All one right. I thought it was the smoothest. I know it's a 15 or a 14 or 15. I was very proud of that. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Well, I've said it once. I'll say it a hundred times. It is definitely a um, uh, an acquired taste, and you'll come around. You'll come around. Matter of fact, you might even find that I was not much of a scotch drinker either until I started pairing it with my cigars. And then there's just something about the the flavors in the cigar that meet with the the smokiness in the in the scotch. They just they pair so well together that uh, watch out, watch out. You might well, become and- a cigar and uh, uh, scotch drinker. Well, and those that were at 360 Vegas Vacation too understand the amount the, the sheer volume yeah that i consume and and you and i spoke about this earlier tony this is why he can't do shots i don't under uh, that i think one of the reasons why i've had oh, issues with scotch right. is that i consume large quantities of booze like per swig like some people sip their he beers chugs, some people yeah. just i take almost mouthfuls like it, almost as much of my mouth can hold worth of the beverage that i'm drinking that is not how you consume <laughs> scotch that is not <laughs> I, had a, I had a girlfriend like that one <laughs> i have a wife like that tony <laughs> <laughs> Please, you've had more practice on Brian to get your mouth in shape for that. Oh, nice. And, all right, I'm going to go and take Karen for the win. No shit. There's no reason to speak any more about this. Let's move on to the next story. So this sounds super classy. Paris Budweiser Bar... Uh, Budweiser Beer Garden and Grill. Oh, your sarcasm is so adorable right now because I couldn't couldn't share your sarcasm any... There's, there's a more clever way to say this. This is stupid. If nothing you just heard makes any sense, then you aren't brain dead. It was confirmed that the rumored Beer Garden 2.0 that will be setting up shop on the rooftop of the Paris Casino will be brought to you by Budweiser. It will be 10,000 square feet located on the Strip and feature an outdoor grill, picking tables, and more than 100 draft can and bottled beer selections, including 36 on tap. 
The idea is tailgating in Vegas, so the food and sports atmosphere will reflect that, including some food and drink carts, as well as recreational games like pool, darts, and beanbag toss. The food will be cooked on a custom beechwood grill, so the flavor of the beer will be in everything prepared on it. Each food option will have a recommended beer pairing. Draft beer will pour at 31 degrees, the optimal temperature for Budweiser, apparently. And each seat at the bar will have a cold plate to help keep that beer cold. The beer park by Budweiser expected to open in January. Open in January? <laughs> you know what? I think this uh, this uh, Labatt's bourbon barrel ale, I think that bourbon's sneaking in on me. <laughs> Good. Excellent. This is, Excellent. I, I, Tony, I couldn't agree with you more. This sounds awful. And listen, oh first of all. Wait, where is it going to be located? On top of Paris. On top of Paris? Yeah. Like that, up, like street front side. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah. Like like you're thinking of the casino and uh, uh, the sugar factory, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah. And, and um, there's already something on that roof, isn't there? There was. Oh, and it failed, and they're gonna redo it. Budweiser is gonna be the one oh, doing Jesus. it. Jesus, because Budweiser is just the tastiest beer listen, ever. Like, <laughs> listen, the one thing. I, listen, I, we hate Budweiser uh, on this show, but. When we make fun of things, we make fun of them from what what it is that we like. I know there are people out there that love Budweiser, and that's great for them. But this, to me, is so... And, and, and maybe we're way off base. But this, to me, is so finite that it, it's... As much as it attracts, it it at least equally alienates. I just... This sounds... Like, I thought this idea was like, oh, my God, they're going to have a beer garden on the Strip. This is going to be amazing. It's by Budweiser. I have absolutely no interest in it. Yeah. Oh, sounds terrible. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. My my 68 year old mother, when we go to the casino, will order a Bud Light and a large glass of ice, so that she Ew. can pour her Bud Light into her ice glass. <laughs> Over the ice. It's not watered down yep. enough. Yep, that is correct. So why doesn't that she just correct. get a Miller Lite or something instead? What? I, I She loves to have the beer super cold. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, uh, there you go. So, anyway, that we always, my wife always gets a chuckle out of it. She'll be like, okay, so I'm going to need this. Like, she'll go up to the, the bar at the <laughs> right. casino and she'll be like, okay, so I'll need this and I'll need this. And I will also need a uh, bottle of Bud Light with a large glass of ice, please. <laughs> and the bartender always looks at her like she goes, it's for my mother in law. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you judge her. <laughs> That's right, yeah. All right, so um, the Mirage Center Bar in Parlor, that, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> it is new, Tony. In the place formerly home to the famous 360 Vegas Vacation 1 poker game, Mirage has unveiled its $3.3 million renovation into the Center Bar and Parlor. The bar does not offer video poker, but has multiple $14 specialty drinks using many ingredients that are very hard to pronounce. Uh, for those of you interested in things made from Chiro Aloe Vera Liquor, White Vegas shared the menu. <laughs> the Beatles Revolution Lounge is next up for renovation. No hint as to the plans. The, the latter disturbs me, but uh, the former I'm relatively interested in minus aloe vera drinks. That is new to me. I, I've never heard of that. I'm sure they're tasty. I just, at some point, it, it gets to be like, okay, really? Really? 
can we just uh, can I just have can I have a beer? <laughs> Especially, you know what I love? I love going to those kind of bars, and I'm like, uh, oh, hey, Karen will order some fancy drink. I'm like, what can I what can I help you with? They're like, can I, can I mellow light? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of your shit. Just give me a beer. <laughs> I don't want I don't want you to do anything that you've actually been classically trained to do. Right. Just. Open up a bottle. You can here. you can save the horticulture and and human <laughs> and just get me a goddamn beer. All right. I don't listen. I, I don't need you getting carpal tunnel syndrome because you're muddling too much fruit. <laughs> There's no reason to toss things very high in the air to prepare me an oh, alcoholic I beverage. I fucking hate that bullshit. Blair, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> they do that bullshit upstairs at the View Bar at the D, and I just think to myself, we're literally all of us are standing around and we're three deep. You don't have time right now, uh, Tom Cruise. Just make the goddamn Tom drink and give it to me. Sorry. Sorry. Do you not see this line? Is it worth the extra $3? Is it worth it? Yeah. Uh, t- tell me about Encore Players Club. Tony, I love that you properly pronounced it. It's technically spelled players, but you'll soon understand that it's intended to be thought of as Big Pimpin'. Apparently inspired by the same concept Lavo at Plaza came out with last September, Encore has something new and shiny to get the attention of millennials. The property... (laughs) The (laughs) property... I'm sorry. I got distracted once again by the millennial picture. (laughs) The property is adding gaming and social interactive entertainment to Andrea's restaurant and VDKA bar, vodka bar, without any... I I don't know. Uh, across from the Surrender Nightclub, also known as the Encore Beach Club. To cater to the ADD-riddled generation, they will offer the Suzo Hap Interactive Pro Table. Jesus Christ. What that's not, the fuck? That sounds like a Chinese fucking game show is what it sounds like. <laughs> so dumb. But probably it allows... More, probably more Japanese. They, they right, tend to have right. the crazy ones. I the know, Chinese right. are it's a little more reserved. We punch you in nuts! <laughs> that's <laughs> so <laughs> racist. I know. <laughs> Funny you. <laughs> I don't mean to be racist, yeah, we need but to stop, that's move kind of on. what it is. Yeah. We just offended any of the Asian listeners that we have. We love you. Sorry. We love you. Not all of the Asian listeners. We, we don't all love all of the Asian the, listeners. No, 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 no. We didn't offend all of the Asian listeners, just the Japanese Asians. Fair, oh, okay. fair enough. As opposed to the Japanese Europeans, I guess. <laughs> and there's a shovel. Just keep digging. Sweet. Anyways, that table, or anyway, we had somebody bitch about me adding an S to that. What pretentious cunt is going to bitch about, like, not saying English right? Well, I don't want to hear it. You realized you said it and, like, got all kinds of bent out of shape. Like, God damn it, I said it all the time. Any of you who enjoy this show, if you haven't figured it out on your own, I would like to implicitly or explicitly, explicitly is probably the word Probably. I don't know what you're going to say. I spell this out for you. I frequently say that, say things that contradict what I'm going to say or have said in the past. Oh, I have said in the because past. Because it amuses me. <laughs> right? As a matter of fact, there are many times when I openly call out people, people who say things like this, I, I'm not thinking of anyone at all. I just know someone who's listening to the show thinks that. <laughs> and I specifically want to go, did you know I say that? Did just, you know I said that? Just further proof that it's all Mark's world and we're just living in right. it. <laughs> right. I just wanted to make that clear. There's a lot of people that I'm sure have the ego that like, the fucking son of a bitch is talking about people like, I'm not talking about anyone. Not talking about anyone. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, our, uh, our, our ADD friends, myself included, but you. not in the millennials. This, the, whatever this table is, allows you or the user to access... 
four simultaneous user screens for TV, video, and interactive content, complete with eight hi-fi speakers and headphone jacks. That does actually sound like something I would really enjoy. <laughs> for, those, for those that like the quaintness of parlor games, there will be white lacquer pool tables, apparently from Steve Wynn's Manhattan apartment. It isn't clear how many pool tables super rich people in Manhattan need, but at least a few, apparently. Well, Steve Wynn, he doesn't want to have to walk to just one room in the house. So you got to right. every like thousand square feet. You got to have another. There needs to be a one. white lacquer pool table within <laughs> arm's length wherever I am in my Manhattan apartment. <laughs> Shuffleboard is also going to be available in some form. I imagine it's a digital form, right? Because millennials want to play shuffleboard. Gotta, uh, it's got to be a digital form, right? Because millennials are like, oh, look how quaint this is. Ah, we're playing old people games digitally. You know, there's some. I I was unaware of this until a, a particular bar here in Lansing had it. They've got the shuffleboard tables, where apparently it's not like shuffleboard, like with the the game that's on the floor. It's yeah, an it's actual just, table with a, like a roller ball. I wonder if they don't do the or same thing. Or it has like a sand coating is. or something on yeah. it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah something about the sand supposed to slow down the the how fast the the. Actually, I thought that was supposed puck. to help it slide. I don't I don't know. I ultimately think the idea behind this is that if millennials are dumb enough to drop $500 a bottle for $60 bottles of booze, just a peacock, that they're going... I wonder what else these idiots will spend money on. Let's let's throw gaming tables yeah. around. Where the, hell, right. where the hell are millennials getting $500 to drop on a bottle of liquor? Because parents. they don't work. They're, they're parents. Oh, yeah, right. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, the Encore Players Club will be open daily from 8 p.m. to 4 p.m. starting December 9th with plans for a grand opening festivities on January 6th. Jesus Christ. It's got to be big, Tony. Otherwise, go home. It's... it's uh, name one more place in Vegas Tony will never go. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to so. say, I was going to add the Budweiser Beer Garden to one of those places that I'm never going to go, but... I, you know, I don't even care what the food is. I it's agree. not going to happen. I, I like the concept. I just don't give a shit about the, the beer. Anyway. We're distracted. <laughs> Move on. Well, uh, well, all right. So speaking of beer, how about American at Link? Here's a cute idea that falls short of being good. The colossal failure that was the Boulevard Cocktail Company, largely because no one ever knew it was open, is again closed. The good news is the people behind PBR Rock Bar at Planet Hollywood and Rock House at Venetian have moved in and opened a gastropub named American. The reason we're emphasizing can so much is that their shtick is canned beer. Nearly 70 different beers with all 50 states represented. However, there's a kind of a misleading thing there. These beers aren't necessarily representing the states they're from, as in vis-a-vis... They weren't brewed there. They aren't representing so the like state. Lone like Star, would, yeah, would Line you, and Kugel. Exactly. Would you like a beer from the state so you can taste that? No, no, no. Every state is represented by a random beer that is assigned to it. Like, for instance, Bud Light Lime represents Alabama. Not brewed there. Nothing to do with that. But they somehow assigned that beer to that state. Because people in Alabama put fruit in their beer. Yeah. <laughs> Trust so, me, they don't. The, 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 the <laughs> shtick is semi-cute because they do something similar to what we have here in Memphis. And, Tony, I know you and your lovely wife have firsthand experience with this. It's a bastardized version of the Flying Saucer is what it is. They have an app 
that works with it. It keeps um, track of all the beers that you've had based on on the the level of consumer you are. It's called the American Citizen. So based on the oh, level of citizen that you are, you get discounts on various drinks. Also, oh, they're, put they're putting in their own caste system, basically. It's, it's, it's a very interesting concept that falls infinitely short of what we have experienced, which is top-notch idea in quality beers representing uh, not all 50 fucking well, states. it doesn't represent anything. It's just really good beer. Exactly. Exactly. It's a great concept that falls short of being fantastic. Uh, 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 no, it, it's a great concept that actually falls short of being great. Okay. Yeah. Sad. I actually, for a second, when I started researching this 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 story, I thought, holy shit, this is going to be where we meet up for 360 Vegas Vacation 3. This is where it's going to happen. Because right now we're talking about it's going to be Catalyst Bar or it's going to be, what is that, 3535, the the, uh, the liquor bar that, that you enjoy so much, Tony? Yep. yep. The... Um, so that, those are currently the two places that are on the top, on on the docket, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to replace it." And the more research I did, I'm like, "We're totally not fucking going here. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing this to people." But uh, American is open seven days a week, usually by noon if not earlier, and till midnight if not later, depending on the day of the week. You know, this is too bad. They're really missing out on an opportunity. Listen, I get that not all 50 states are going to brew their own beer and so you know you you can kind of fudge uh, fudge it a little bit but you know grand rapids michigan was named a uh, beer capital of the world or country or something like that two years in a row what? i believe it was 2013 and 2014 what, what? That, yeah 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 because of places like founders brewery vivant um you know we've just grand rapids just has so many um great beer distillers that uh, two years in a row they were named uh, uh beer city of the yeah, beer city of the country. And, 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 and so were you able to get direct flights from Memphis or because that sounds lovely. Yes, right. but you probably could actually. Yes. That's the only thing that there is to do in Grand Rapids. That sounds enough to get me. Tony, Jen and a shit ton of breweries. Yeah, oh, yeah, wait, it I would be dangerous. But some of the Lansing. beers at, at Founders and uh, and Brewery Vivant are just dynamite, and that's just that's just a couple of them. So oh, hold on, you, any rate, you don't live in Grand Rapids, right? No, 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 no. I live okay. about an hour and ten minutes uh, right. west, being in Lansing. Okay, well, I mean, Lansing, there's stuff to do. Grand Rapids. Eh, well, Grand Rapids is the second largest city in the state. Well, it, that may be, but it, at least what I remember of it, there ain't a whole hell of an awful lot there. But beer. Well, <laughs> I mean, Karen, let's be honest. What are we going to do regardless? You, the four of us could be in, I don't care, Tupelo, Tupelo Mississippi, and we would just sit around and drink anyway. Yeah, so as I long mean, as well, there's a true. bar, I, I, we don't care. Is, is there Uber? Because Uber and beer is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. So. I've only recently fallen head over heels in love with Uber. And yet we've never done that on our own. We love riding in Uber cars ordered by somebody else. We have never yet tried to I'm do prepared. it I'm prepared. I've downloaded the app. We just need to be in a metropolitan area. Okay. Do you guys have Uber in Memphis? Yeah. We do, but unfortunately, we live it's just close city. enough to drive right to it and just far enough for it to be too expensive to have someone else drive you. Yeah. It, it's it's to go from our house to the, the like city would be... bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little pricey, but no, they do sure. have it. It's like, it, fuck it. I'll get city. a hotel room for that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
not well, in downtown Memphis. Okay, but to get I'm not there, paying. The, to the get room you can get for $35 in downtown Memphis? To get there no. back, I'm saying we'll pay a little bit. Okay, so I, I, I understand. <laughs> We're not. You, and I'm not going to let wake you wake up either. in a tub full of ice. Exactly. <laughs> and wonder, why is my ass hurt, too? I'm, right. I'm staying with a friend. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. A friend I met 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right. Any other last thoughts on American? No. Move on. All right. All right. Well, then that's it for news. Uh, but we do have some prop bets for those of you that are unfamiliar. Prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. The land at Skyview Observation Wheel is where it was supposed to have been built, which is across the street from Mandalay Bay, is now for sale for $385 million or essentially $10 million per acre. If anyone actually purchases the land, don't expect them to pay that much or for the Skyview Observation Wheel to actually be completed. I think that was just a cute little idea to begin with. I, I, oh, I didn't build this? No. Yeah, the one thing that, that interested me, I knew that, that people did things like this, but what fascinated me is that how many people will take, let's say they have $60 million sitting in there, and they know it's going to cost $200 million to build something like, we have $60 million. We're going to start building this. We'll get investors by then, like, that's pretty fucking ballsy to toss $60 million at something, expecting you're going to get the other two-thirds. Um, in general, I'd agree with you. I think, though, that it depends on the idea. And the idea of building... Cause Sky, Skyview was another wheel. wheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, when you were at the far end of the strip and the other one was right kind of smack dab in the middle, there was no way. Yeah. Monica... Oh, that's me. The same every single time. No, it isn't. It is the same. It's always the co-host, me, and then you. You oh, always I'm, go I'm last. I'm the afterthought. You always come last. Yeah, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> that is bullshit. I always focus on your satisfaction moment. <laughs> In that case, you say the next one. Oh no, I don't. I don't want to mess up. You the have order. to now. Uh, for 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 realism. I've been shushed. Monte Carlo's Dragon Noodle. Opal. Opal. <laughs> this is why you go third. <laughs> Monte Carlo's Dragon Noodle opened a noodle bar, and I'm at a loss for words. Oh, see, that you should have read this one. <laughs> right. Mark intentionally <laughs> wrote it for me, but I thought it'd be fun for you to read it. <laughs> and Mark is at a loss for words, as he would have assumed a dining establishment with the word noodle in the name would have said food at the bar. <laughs> right. I just thought it was so silly. They're like, oh, hey, Dragon Noodle uh, now has a noodle bar. But like. Well, so, maybe they do, but maybe, like, the restaurant has a bigger selection of food, and the only thing you can get at the bar is noodles. You're trampling on my joke. <laughs> really nice. The <laughs> it's being reported that T-Mobile has won the naming rights to the Las Vegas arena that will anchor the MGM Park complex behind New York, New York. It was announced back in April that Toshiba purchased the naming rights to the surrounding plaza. Can I purchase the naming rights to, like, the... the water tax you get at at, <laughs> at, the, at the double barrel at Monte Carlo. I'm sure you could. Right. This this ripoff is brought to you by 360 <laughs> Although it seems like you'd want to name something that people like versus yeah. I'm just trying to yeah. think what I can afford is all I'm going for. While really saying they'll do anything to attract a crowd, Downtown Grant officially stated that they would like to be a video gamer's destination. 
This was proclaimed at an underattended gaming viewing party for a first-person shooter game. <laughs> Plans are also in the works with Turner Broadcasting to turn one of the many closed bars at the property into an esports bar and lounge, which will have been black and white but then become shitty color. <laughs> New Cosmopolitan owners Blackstone caved to local domestic terrorists and signed a four-year deal with the Las Vegas Culinary Union. To this day, still the closest I've ever been in a fight in Vegas. I know. Was what, yelling at the uh, strikers? No, no, no. Uh, oh, I know I've told this story before, but fuck it. We're getting ready. This is why the, the strikers were going in, and I, 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 I voiced my displeasure with unions at this point, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not my fucking business. I'm, I'm, we're going into Cosmopolitan. We love the property. And they, they start running their fucking mouths as we're walking towards it. We ignore them. And this one guy gets in my face and is like, you're a fucking piece of shit, you fucking idiot. Whatever it was, there there were adult language in it, and it was directly in my face. And it's literally... I think even the closest thing before that was when that timeshare guy openly said, like, oh, you're going to fucking tell me no or something, and, and got in my face. Wow. It wasn't anywhere near as close as I was to destroying a human. Like, I saw red... Which, in every situation I've ever spoken with my therapist, usually means I'm about to black out and hurt someone. And, and I just remember the calming voice of my adoring wife, like, just go, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> like, like that. And, and the next thing I remember, I was in Cosmopolitan. <laughs> but I, I do remember it's the closest I ever got to just attacking somebody. It's like, listen, fucking whatever it is that you're protest, fine, that's fine. Leave me the fuck alone. I just want to go yeah. into this property. Mind well, your. The, their whole thing is to harass you so you don't go yeah, in. Yeah. And that to me crossed the line. It's well, like. They did. Yeah, yeah. So there it is. Mike Tyson, face tattoo and all, is the newest addition to Madame Tussauds Vegas at Venetia. Have either of you guys ever done the uh, Madame Tussauds? Uh, yes. And yeah, I actually like it. Did. Have you ever done it? I have not. It is actually a good time. It's fun. You, I mean, you got to be in a playful mood, but yeah, it's fun. Oh right? yeah, you have to be because that's only that's that way you pose yeah. inappropriately for pictures. And like, stuff, I, I remember there were like, pictures of me that's with like a statue that sort of looks like so and so. Right. Okay. <laughs> I remember you ended up posing with uh, with Elvis like you were adoring him, and and I was with uh, President Bush like. Pfft. I'm fucking more important. No, you were with J-Lo, staring at her ass. Oh, that's right. No, I grabbed her ass. That's right. I mean, just, <laughs> it was the, the green dress that was like the, the, the back one cut out, the, the V-neck that yeah, went all the way where, down yeah, there. Yeah, her tits were almost basically just taped well, to her Well, her tits and her ass were, were, were just... But like, yeah, her, 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 her booties were out there. I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good time. I do actually recommend that to anybody at least once. Uh, yeah, yeah, but only once. Uh, that, I, I suspect it's a one-time. Yeah, that, that's my... I, I don't need to go back. I don't care which new... I mean, adding Mike Tyson in there is not going to make Although me... Although, I must go a, back. They do have a shit ton of new ones. We probably well, should make, a, make another visit, if not this year, like in a couple of years, because, fuck, they would have almost cycled through everybody at that we point. We end up getting free passes here and there, which, yeah, I Or if like. I went... Actually, to anybody that wants to go do this, hang out around that area at least a couple times a they day. Give they the buy always one, have one. buy one, get one free. Always buy one, get one free. Hmm. That's, that's a good bit of a uh, good piece of trivia. That, that I mean, again, if you're going to do it, you might as well get a bogo out of it. It's what I'm good at, Brian. Or Brian. <coughs> wow. That was hardcore. I, I, like, I would say that was an insult, but if anything, I would say that is a huge Well, yeah, compliment. you're so comfortable. It's just like, oh, yeah, Tony Brian. has become Brian Jr. <gasps> Uh-oh. I love you, Tony. God damn it. Oh, at Melts Vegas is confirming previously speculated reports that Rock of Ages will be moving to Rio. Show begins on January 25th. 
Do I have to go back for a second? Because I feel like Tony was offended. He doesn't want to be Brian. He wants to be Tony. He is Tony. I, 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 I take it as a sincere and very complimentary gesture. What well, fucking should be Tony? <laughs> <laughs> know your place, you piece of shit. <laughs> At least you know, I did want to say one thing. Half before, of what Brian is. <laughs> I did want to say one thing. Do you remember? There was a time when people who were at Rio, that's where they went to kind of to kind of grow up before they were good enough to be on the strip. Yeah. And now, unfortunately, it's the place where acts go to die. <laughs> yep. Well, because they haven't invested in that property. It's a Harris property. They haven't invested so or Caesars sad. or whatever name they have it's now. It's so sad. Yeah. I, I remember the last time you and I stayed there, we loved that property, and we have had nothing but horror stories since then. Yeah. At Rick Vallada, currently of the Las Vegas RJ, shared some renderings of what the Riviera site will look like when it's done. And honestly, it doesn't make the Fontainebleau look so out of place among all the old buildings. It was really interesting. I mean, of course, any anytime you're going to throw in modern architecture into something, it's going to make something look around uh, better around it, especially something that was under construction. But it, <laughs> it uh, well, let's see what happens. I mean, odds are the Las Vegas Convention Center is going to happen. Right. Fontainebleau, we'll see. All right, uh, let's move on to coming attractions. Coming attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Metric is performing at Brooklyn Bowl Monday, February 29th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $26. The Used are performing at Brooklyn Bowl Tuesday, May 24th. They are performing their self-titled album in its entirety Wednesday, May 25th. And their third album, In Love and Death, in its entirety on fucking Wednesday or two. I don't know. They're playing two fucking albums in their... God damn it. One day and the next day. Yeah. Uh, their shows are going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $28. God damn it. I'm actually kind of surprised because the used is still kind of big right now on pop radio. So I'm kind of surprised that they're playing at the Brooklyn Bowl. But. Lamb of God and Anthrax are performing at Brooklyn Bowl on Thursday, February 11th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 35 bucks. Journey and the Doobie Brothers are playing at Mandalay. Uh, excuse me. They're playing the Mandalay Bay Events Center Saturday, August 27th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $46. Rihanna is performing at Mandalay Bay Friday, April 29th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $37. And Garth Brooks is performing at the Las Vegas Arena Friday through Sunday, July 2nd through 4th for a total of four shows. July 2nd at 7, July 3rd at 7 and 10.30, and July 4th at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $85. Will you be attending all four, Tony? <laughs> Uh, not only will I be attending all of them, I have every intention of just sleeping in the arena and never leaving. So it'll be... <laughs> it's it's it so be fascinating. Fun. I want to say in the last two weeks, something that I, I absolutely adore and I'm simultaneously amazed at is how people have reacted to the fact that you were a, a city follower. Like, you were literally a guy that followed Garth Brooks around, around the country for concerts. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. fact that Karen doesn't head over heels love Peppermill has lit up social media. <laughs> These and were I, revolutions. For the that record, used to be a big fan. Really just wish he'd fall off the face of the planet right now. Right. <laughs> wow. It's a little extreme. 
You know, I desperately want to see Tony in a, in a cowboy hat. I don't want to ever see a human ever with a cowboy actually, hat on. But Tony. Going to see Tony at a Garth Brooks concert. I would pay to go see a Garth Brooks. Only to see Tony <laughs> in a gar in a fucking Garth Brooks type cowboy hat. And as I'm screaming like a little girl yes. at a Justin with, Bieber concert. Oh this, my god! With as his tight I, little jeans. As long as I could big film old it belt all, and then broadcast it on YouTube. Oh my god! I would pay for VIP seats for there's, that. There's a periscope waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. Excuse me, Monday through Saturday, Rodney Carrington is at the David Copperfield Theater at MGM. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $75. Reba McIntyre and Brooks and Dunn are at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at six at $60. $6 where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday and Friday, Alabama. Oh, Alabama? That's a band? Oh, my God, it is a band from, like, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you like see the their 80s? ticket prices? Holy shit, my mom and dad had their albums. Alabama is at the Golden Nugget show start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $167. That's got to be a typo. I no, think he it, meant to say they start at 16 to $17. No, no, I, no it is not. No, it is not. That is accurate and shocking. Hundred and sixty-seven dollars to go see. Al Can they even walk? I thought the same. <laughs> I, I, I double checked it. I was like, "This is crazy." There's they must. No way. They must be propping those, them up in their wheelchairs. I mean, are super expensive. There is a chance there was a typo on Golden Nuggets site, but there is no typo on my show notes. Wow. Right. And to think that Garth is only charging half of them. <laughs> He cares so much about his fans. He does. He just, but he has four shows. So if you think about it, he's kind of charging twice Karen, as much. he's a man of the people. In an arena that's how much bigger? He's a man of the people. No, he's a fucking nod. He's a man for himself. A... Wow. <laughs> Sorry. There is, where, how, who hurt you, Karen? What's going on? No, 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 no. no. Oh, so it's, Tony, it's, you just it's very poked simple. the bear. It's very simple. Tony, you poked the bear. Is it the, is it the Sandy Trisha thing? Yeah. Is that what you're... Is my, see, my wife has the same problem. What is it with you chicks that just Tony, because he... he wait, 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 hold on. Tony, hold on. I, I have, Tony, hold on. I, I'm I a, have you're the gonna same problem. You're going to stop right now. And because I'm going to... So hold on. So you have worked your ass off to become a musician. And the the woman that has stood by you dealing with you that not you having any... referred to as the inspiration yep. for a shit ton of yep. your music. Keep calling her your best friend. It's all good. She's the one that stood by you through the, all the so pains and the ass. You almost fucked up or you did fuck up, you know, uh, cheated on her and it came back to her. But what was that, Thunder Road or something? I don't remember. Whatever. Whatever. But so this woman has stood by you, had your kids when you had no money and things were tough. She was the only one that said, baby, keep on going out there and pursuing your dreams. You get rich and famous, start spending all this time on the road with this other young up-and-coming singer, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is my true love. No, it isn't. It's something new and shiny without the responsibilities of your kids and your family and your wife that's been like, all right, I've been sitting here this whole time supporting you. And when is it my, you know, hello, a little bit of something back? No, it's not bullshit. 
he is the most self-centered, not the most, he is one of the most. Because anybody that does this, that's what they are. This has nothing to do with I found my true love. No, you found somebody younger, richer, uh, who tours with you so you can they can be on the road all at the same time. It has nothing to do with your family. All right, I'm done. Mark's <laughs> looking at me like you need to stop. I, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, Karen. I don't. I don't inherently disagree with your argument. It's. It just seems you're just awfully, a lawyer and like to argue. It's. It's, it's visceral. It's oh, it is, so no, it is angry. visceral. It is visceral because it's bullshit. It, it, you know. But in fairness, she probably got half to two thirds of his money when they got a divorce anyway. I hope so she she's did. not hurting. She's I, happy. I hope she did. No, she. But the thing is. They both get to be happy separately when they're rich. She was miserable when he was trying to make something of himself. So she's, she is entitled to every fucking penny that he earned. It's it just, don't give me this bullshit about how, oh, we just fell out of love and it was tough. Don't, it, it, you, you followed your dick and fucked whatever thing was closest to you. And it just happened to be somebody whose career you were helping to support. Ugh. Oh, man. Um, so Friday, So You Think You Can Dance Live is at the Pearl at Palms. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $44. Friday and Saturday, Charlie Daniels at the Orleans. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $33. Now, Charlie Daniels, I will go see and, and see some Devil Went Down in Georgia. Song. Yep. For that one, one song. song. <laughs> and you yeah, know, you know he sings in his encore. Show. Well, you're like, of course he does. God damn it. I had to be here for this whole fucking no, show. No, he just don't show up oh, until an hour in, yeah, or so. Right. <laughs> no way this guy doesn't Tony knew where I was going with that one. It's in, yeah. <laughs> got together, we were discussing the legality of prohibiting lottery advertisements of legal, state-run lotteries in states that did not have their own state-run lottery. The case of the United States versus Edge Broadcasting Company. They were a North Carolina-based radio station that consisted of a 92% listener base from Virginia and 95% of all ad dollars originated from the Virginia-based companies. They were prohibited by a federal statute that running ads for the Virginia Lottery because the radio station was located in and licensed as a North Carolina station. The problem they ran into was that their home state of North Carolina hadn't legalized a state lottery. Therefore, they were prohibited from running Virginia lottery commercials. And now, your spoonful of legalese. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not create an attorney-client relationship with any listener. In other words, although I am a lawyer, I'm not your lawyer. If you need personalized gaming law advice, contact an attorney in your community. The United States Supreme Court ruled in favor of the government relying upon a four-factor test for commercial speech as set forth in a case called Central Hudson Gas and Electric Corporation versus the Public Service Commission of New York. The factors we must look at to determine if the commercial speech deserves First Amendment protection are as follows. Number one, is the subject matter at issue a lawful activity and not misleading? Now, technically, I think determining if it's a lawful activity is different from determining if it's misleading, and as such, should have been a five-factor test, not a four. But I haven't yet been named to the United States Supreme Court, so my opinion is irrelevant, but do know that thus far, we've only listed one factor. Second, does the government have a substantial interest related to the issue? 
Here, the issue we're talking about is prohibiting lottery advertisements in states that do not have a state-run lottery of their own. Number three, if the answer to the first two questions are in the affirmative, then this third part, we must determine whether the regulation directly advances the governmental interest asserted. And finally, number four, ensuring the regulation is not more extensive than is necessary to serve that interest. So, wait, wait, wait. There's a First Amendment right to commercial speech, you're wondering? One easily understands personal free speech, but commercial free speech? The answer is yes, but it is limited. In our instance, remember, gambling implicates no constitutionally protected right, but rather falls within a category of activities normally considered to be vices. And that greater power to prohibit gambling necessarily includes the lesser power to ban its advertisements. In 1976, our United States Supreme Court extended First Amendment protection to speech that does nothing more than propose a commercial transaction. This decision thus recognized the common sense distinction between speech proposing a commercial transaction which occurs in an area traditionally subject to government regulations and other varieties of speech. The Constitution, the Supreme stated, affords a lesser protection to commercial speech than to any other constitutionally guaranteed expression. But what does this mean? It means that companies have the right to advertise their goods and services so long as it satisfies the aforementioned four-pronged test. If the advertisement accurately portends to be what it says, the companies have the right to promote whatever it is they wish to sell you. The court in our North Carolina radio station case thus analyzed the government restrictions as follows. First, they assumed that the radio station, if allowed, would air non-misleading advertisements about the Virginia Lottery, which is a legal activity. The Virginia Lottery, to be clear. So the first prong of, quote, is the advertised subject matter both legal and non-misleading, unquote, that has been satisfied. Next. The court points out they are quite sure that the federal government had a substantial interest in supporting the policies of non-lottery states, as well as to not interfere with the policies of states that do permit lotteries within their border. This satisfies the second prong, which is whether the government has a substantial interest in the subject matter. Thirdly, we have to determine if congressional regulation directly advances the governmental interest asserted. The Supreme Court held these statutes did indeed directly advance the governmental interest at stake because, while Congress could have continued to ban all radio or television lottery advertisements, even by stations in states that have legalized their lotteries, they did not do so. But neither did they permit stations, such as our radio station at hand, located in a non-lottery state to carry lottery ads, even if their signal reached into a state that sponsors lotteries. For as the court appropriately noted, Congress didn't forbid stations in a lottery state such as Virginia from carrying lottery ads, even though their signals reached into an adjoining state such as North Carolina, where lotteries were illegal. Get it? Congress opted to support the anti-gambling policy of a state like North Carolina by forbidding stations in such a state to air lottery advertisements while at the same time seeking not to unduly interfere with the policy of a lottery-sponsored state such as Virginia. 
Congress plainly made a common-sense judgment call that each North Carolina station would have an audience in that state, even if its signals reached elsewhere, and that enforcing the statutory restriction would insulate such station listeners from lottery ads and hence advance the governmental purpose of supporting North Carolina's laws against gambling. This congressional policy of balancing the interest of lottery and non-lottery states is the substantial governmental interest that satisfies our four-prong test. Thus, when we look at the fourth and last prong, whether the regulation is not more extensive than it is necessary to serve its interest, the court finds that even though the radio station was licensed to serve the Elizabeth City, North Carolina area, it chose to broadcast from a more northerly position, which allowed its signal to reach into the Hampton Roads, Virginia metro area. To prevent Virginia's lottery policy from dictating what stations in a neighboring state may air, the court held that it is reasonable to require the radio station to comply with the restrictions of its own states in which it's located. By applying the restrictions to a broadcaster such as this North Carolina station, it directly advances the governmental interest of enforcing the restriction in non-lottery states while not interfering with the policies of lottery states like Virginia. In conclusion, what the Supreme Court was telling these radio stations was that it is not interference with a radio station's First Amendment right to commercial speech as it relates to lotteries if the proposed subject matter is illegal. Even though it might be a legal activity in another state, businesses must abide by the laws of the state in which they are established. Simply because a Virginia radio station could accept ad money to promote the Virginia lottery does not mean that North Carolina can do the same, even though the Virginia lottery is a legal activity. Because the station was situated in North Carolina, and North Carolina did not have a state-run lottery, they were prevented from running Virginia lottery ads. However, once North Carolina legalizes their own state lottery, then our radio station at hand can accept and promote advertisements in both Virginia and North Carolina, should it so choose. Next time, we'll address radio and television advertisements for traditional casinos and whether or not they are held to the same standard, a higher standard, or a lower standard for commercial speech, especially as it relates to tribal casinos, which do not have advertising standards placed upon them. Thank you for listening to 360 Legal Lounge. If you have topic ideas, legal gaming questions you'd like answered, or just want to give us feedback, please look us up on Twitter or at 360 Legal Lounge, or drop us an email to 360legallounge at gmail.com. Or check out the Vice Lounge Online website at viceloungeonline.com. I'm Tony Snyder, and we'll talk to you next time. We've been talking about it in the chat. I adore that fight. <laughs> what, possibly so, so more. Now, isn't it fun when you start paying attention to the chat instead Poss- of everything else you have going on? Possibly more than the segment itself. I enjoy those that hate the segment because I'm like, there's nothing, nothing that you can say. Wait, who hates the segment? Well, there are many people who hate Legal Lounge. Are you serious? Yes, there, there are many people that hate Legal Lounge. Okay, well, they're just all stupid. I, I can't anymore. <laughs> I but mean, but what, what cracks me up about it is there is literally, and I've said it before, there is, there's literally nothing that you can say that will get me to not love that segment. So well, yeah. spew all the venom you want. It's, it's, and and I, I, I've almost verbatim replied to many of people going, I, I totally appreciate your feedback. However, you're literally talking about the hosts, 
favorite segment. <laughs> and that's, Nothing you say will change that. They want to do, they can fast forward through it, but I just, I'm concerned, I don't understand why people don't like, I imagine at least like it. I, mean, I imagine it's, it's the same concept as, as people just don't like lawyers. And secondly, okay, Tony's but Tony, quite articulate. He's a fun lawyer. I adore him. Oh my God. I will say this, he sounds, Tony, you sound very um, lawyer, lawyer, lawyerly, is that a word? I, I it is. is. It is. Yes. yes. You sound very lawyer, lawyerly on those segments. I love it. Which might be oh what it is. God, but I love it. I mean, because you and I, we, we've talked about different um, legal issues when we're, you know, face to face and you get a little bit more animated about it. And so I realized that this is obviously something you've researched. And so it, it's scripted and written out. I remember um, when we first talked about this idea and Tony, I can't remember if I brought it up or Tony brought it up, but it was just the idea of like, I would love well, that was, to hear about legal ideas. Wasn't the first one like the, the first lawsuit? First him. I know, but it, it had something to do with the lawsuit about um, the first one that he ever did on the show. Oh. Uh, was the, the waitress and the lawsuit and she was suing because she was fired because she was fat because she wasn't actually no. a waitress. She was a model. <clears throat> No, no, no! It was no. um one. Of, it was when the uh, gold strike was closing down, and all of the uh, staff got yes. terminated right. without getting their notifi their legal notification. Right, and so just you know, kind of having that discussion with you about it, I'm like, this I I find it fascinating, but I so that's why I'm, I'm disappointed, and I'm disappointed for Tony and people don't love this segment because oh, I think this is one of the most interesting. Oh my God, Tony is exactly like me when people talk about I fucking hate Mark's laugh. You're like, what are you gonna do? It's me. Tony has been that way. Like people like fucking hate legal lounge. You're like Mark loves it. If, if I knew there was a legal lounge on the episode, I would probably be inclined I, to listen. Yeah, it's it's been well documented. I absolutely, I I lost my shit when Tony was like, I got I, I got five legal lounges ready for him. Like, <gasps> no, we, we were supposed to go through some of them here, but you know the alcohol happened, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and let's be honest, for those folks that don't like the 360 Legal Lounge, let me ask you something, Mark. Is is the is the disdain for the segment the content? Do they not like my voice? Do they not care for my cadence? I mean, can, can you be a little more specific on what it is that, or, or have they been specific with you? Have they specifically said, my problem with Legal Lounge is, is this? I don't like this aspect. What a great, great question. See, this is what I love about this guy. He's like, is there any feedback that is actually well, helpful? Actually, to that's kind of what I thought you had. Because yeah. you're like, oh, they just hate it. Well, why do they hate it? Well, it's it, the two most popular is... is or most common. Don't call them popular. Oh, two I, most common. I apologize. Yeah. Um, the, the two most common is his cadence. Can't fix that. He, he's he's a human. That's his cadence. That's yeah. who he is. And um, just in general, the, the subject. Listening to it. Wow. So that's what I mean. It's, it's the two things... Like, I, I I adore Tony. Like, it's the same thing like my laugh. Tony has a cadence. That's Tony. That's who he is. You know, and, and it's, but, <laughs> it's so Tony. It is. I mean, I, although I have said before, one of the things I love about having Tony on our show is Tony on our show is not Tony on Vice Lounge Online. It's not. Tony on our show is Tony. He's the Tony that I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and not to demean your, your appearances on your own show, of course, but you're more studious. You're more thought-provoking. Well, here he's just trying to wrangle you. He doesn't have the time to... to but maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Jason's primary goal is to wrangle Tony on their show. Yes. And on this yes. show, he has Tony to has to wrangle me. you. <laughs> I think you may have tapped into something there. Well, I, I'm serious. Because I, I have listened to, to Vice Lounge episodes. And, and he does... The, the 360 Legal Lounge... 
sounds a little bit more like Vice Lounge, except he's normally completely hammered on Vice Lounge, and you can tell he it records on, these when he's... depends on when he recorded it. <laughs> you can always tell these guys tend to, to record a few segments yeah. uh, in a Is row. Is it the first one of the evening right. or the fifth? It's <laughs> true. Oh, so this That's was the true. fourth show of that, that recording. Ah, I get it now. So, and, and I'll be honest, part, part of this for me right now I'm being a little mama bear, and how dare somebody not like my Tony and his segment on the show? So I'm 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 trying not to. You, you Tony's not, a big boy; he can handle it. I know. But I, know. Um, I am surprised that there's folks that don't like the legal lounge because I find it fascinating. Uh, separating that we adore him as a person. Don't mess with my Tony. <laughs> Se- separating that we adore him as a person. Um, you and I, I, I would say, very early in our relationship have found law, government, legislation, things Religion. like that. Religion. Fascinating. <laughs> like, whether we agree or we disagree, right. the conversation is riveting to us. And Tony's, so, Tony is really patient sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so, so to listen to somebody who very succinctly puts together a, a, an opinion, it doesn't matter if we agree or we don't agree, it is fascinating to hear a well-thought-out opinion about law, something we adore, shared with us and and, and that's it. not only are we interested in the concept but we're interested in the presentation well, i i adore legal lounge tony do it forever I, i'll fucking share it every show i don't care people are like we're not listening to the show anymore i'm like oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and i think the other thing we, we should put out there because you for a little while considered going into law oh. until you realized how much school was involved I'm like, yeah no yeah. um <laughs> but, but you love the debate and i actually um in high school Tony, maybe you've heard of this. So there's a program for high school kids in Michigan um, where they set up like a student government. So they bring in all these these kids from across the country and they, you know, yeah. like the governor or yeah. across the state. It's Michigan Youth in Government. Yes. So yeah. I was, um, my first year in it, I was just in the general youth and government program. The second year, I did the mock trial program. No shit. Did oh. you really? I did. And my first year... We won state. That's so hot. <laughs> That's amazing. I ran. I shouldn't say I ran. I um, I was. Uh, this is where Tony and I are going to geek out together. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm about to jump right the fuck in. Don't even think. Oh, I can't God, wait to hear. Did, so, did you run for one yeah. of the offices? No, 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 no. I was, I was, um, I was very much involved in the Michigan Youth and Government's mock trial program, MJP, the Model Judiciary yep. Program. Yep from roughly 2004 through a, probably about 2011. Oh, awesome. um, I, you know, I ran it. I There was one particular woman, um, may she rest in peace, Sharon Chapel. She just passed away within the last probably nine months. She was the actual head of the model judiciary program for youth and government. Um, but I was kind of a little, like, wingman guy because uh-huh. she always wanted to have an attorney so that when you'd get these pissed off parents yes. about why didn't my, my kid, kid get fours instead of threes, right. <laughs> she could pull the lawyer in and say, well, technically, the way your kid did it was not how we would have done it in court at all. Right. And there was, some, there was a certain amount of um, gravitas that I could bring to any <laughs> argument that a, that a parent might have because immediately the attorney that's running it shut down their argument. But I know exactly what you're talking about, oh. and that's very cool. Good for you. We, that is not my a... My uh, first year that in, is, we won states, and I just remember, oh, wait, I get to argue with people, and I get to either be a witness or an attorney? Sweet! 
great. All right. Put me up on this thing. Yeah, it was so much fun. I love that, especially after, and this is going to sound weird, after doing the govern, the whole government program my first year where you had to write a bill and sponsor it, try to get it passed and all this bullshit. I'm like, wait, I get to go in and argue? That's I have so like, fascinating to me. What was it like? I'm trying to remember. I think at the time, and again, this was back in right, my sophomore year, so 1990, 91? Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. it was a while ago. Um, but, you know, to, to have this short little, it's like showtime. You go in, you figure out like five minutes before <laughs> if you're the so prosecution. So after 1130? Nice, <laughs> nice, excellent. No wonder you liked it. It is. That's it's excellent. Great. In and out I don't know done. how you won so, the actual so program. Yeah. Well, and the, the final case, this is what was really cool. We actually got to go into the main, I don't know what it's called, it, it, it was Michigan Supreme Court. It was like the, the judge's table. Like we, we had, you know, the, the plaintiffs on one side, the defendants on the other. If you were a witness, you were up on the witness stand. The judge was sitting in the middle. It was really cool, though. It, yeah, that was one of the best programs. So for me, that could be part of the reason why I find... The legal lounge is so fascinating. That's where. That was, sorry, that was a long segue. No, 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 no. You know, I'll, I've thought about an alternative way of presenting the same material in 360 Legal Lounge, which is to essentially break it up and assign chunks of it. And so instead of it being a monologue that the th- two or three of us, you know, break up the different chunks and and present it in, you know, just and I say present, read it, but present it amongst three different people where the format is perhaps a little bit more engaging, where you've got, for example, take this most recent uh, topic. So we're arguing about whether or not you're going to allow the Virginia lottery to advertise in North Carolina. And and at the end of the day, that's all the argument is about is does does Virginia have a First Amendment speech argument to say, hey, you know, people can go and put their, you know, their wheat thin commercials on TV, or you can put your, you know, your your Ford Focus commercials on TV. Why can't I put my Virginia lottery commercials on TV? And and it, you know, does that change the dynamic? Do, do people find that more interesting to take, you know, a different approach of saying, well, here's the reason why North Carolina has the right to say, no, we're not going to accept Virginia lottery commercials in our state. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, there's maybe there are other ways to present the material, but if at the end of the day people just don't care, I, it doesn't matter how many ways I, you know, put lipstick on a pig, they're still not going to care about the material. I, I want to be fair to you. You and I have had this conversation about. And, and and I've edited out you trying to be funny during your segments. <laughs> but uh, well, it, no, I, I hold on. I, I said that wrong. Not that you aren't funny during it. I've made the intentional point to remove your your jokes from it because I'm like, all I want is the facts. Like they are absolutely riveting to me. Just give it to me. Like I, I've I've said before. Like so many people bitch about things like uh, jury duty. A jury duty is one of the highlights of my my civil careers or, or life. Your no. civil career? Well, okay, not doing career. doing your public duty. My, yes, my public <laughs> like to me, I was well, not abs- duty. I that was fucking thrilled to do it. I I absolutely loved it. And sitting in as they ended up uh, choosing jurors, it was absolutely fascinating to me. And it, it was and and I know obviously there are Tony could could you know throw in some humorous elements to these things, but. Just me. 
I thought it was absolutely fascinating. Like, I want to, if if only at one time in my show, I'm going to go, everyone, hey, shut up, shut up! It's like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I just, uh, oh my God, I just, I love it so much. So, yes. We can, Tony has tried to to throw some some levity and some humor into his segments. I'm but, like, oh, cut it out. Well, but hold on. I'll so, cut it out. So Tony. he's also though the only segment that you've had on the only river that's just one person. That's although that's do, a huge weight to carry. It is. Although I will spoiler alert you, we we are looking at future segments where Tony and I do the legal lounges together. They are awesome. What? Oh, that's right. That's right. Have we recorded that one? We have recorded the first of those. What? I'm, I'm not good enough? It's not ready. Hey, Tony. Tony. I won yes. the mock trial program. We did this I, I need to be in this. Karen, we did this. <laughs> the first of all, you didn't program. even know this existed. <laughs> Secondly, this happened That's fantastic. Ago. Oh, I do know because he mentioned it when he was here. So I know. So 20 years ago, 20 years ago called and it would like its reference. So... <laughs> Do you not think that I'm a really good arguer, especially oh, with him when it comes it to the facts? Here Come on. it goes. <laughs> Come on. I'll tell you what. I will tell you what, Karen. If you would be interested in being a co-host in one of my legal lounge segments, I will absolutely ensure that I write my next segment to include you I so that we can have a bit of a uh, point. A, men a menage a trois? A little bit. Nice. If you will, <laughs> I think we should have an oral menage. Absolutely. <laughs> He's so linguistically arousing. <laughs> well, I guess that's going to do it then for episode 184. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Those of you who didn't get to join us during the live recordings, you can enjoy the video of the broadcast for the next 30 days on your Ustream channel. You can find a link to it on the blog. You can also support the show via PayPal donations. You can buy stuff from our uh, merchandise store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or head on over to vegas.com. Also, any other help that you can uh, provide, such as giving us reviews on iTunes, if you'd like to send us feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And with that, guys, I guess we're out of here. Tony, where can people find you, my friend? They can head over to uh, viceloungeonline.com, or if they're looking me up on Twitter, I am both at Tony Snyder as well as at viceloungeol. So uh, hit me up and um, chat with me. And Karen, what about you? K-E-R-E-N and Mark, M-A-R-K, at, or, or at Karen and Mark. Yeah. Well, that was helpful. <laughs> Where else is it? I'm at at K-E-R-E-N-N-M-A-R-K on Twitter. That's okay, it. It's helpful when you mention N. I did. K-E-R-E-N-N-M-A-R-K. So two N's. Two N's. See? Tony gets it. So Karen and. Only we couldn't do and, so it's Karen like, and Mark. It's Karen and Mark. Exactly. This guy Karen gets it. This guy gets it. I spelled well, I it out. I figured I know, out it would I, work. I appreciate that, you know, she is your concubine. It's It really is almost... Mark's Karen. I mean, right. that's really what it comes down to. Well, so uh, the funny thing it's like is, you can see I into my not, soul. Tony. I did not set up my Twitter <laughs> handle. Nice. So he, uh, so it's really, it's like he branded you. That's the best. He did. There's just and a big old. Well, you're blowing my spot up. <laughs> well, and so here's the funny thing. So his original Twitter handle was Mark and Karen, 
And then all of a sudden he gets his 360 thing, and then he's 360 Vegas, and then he's 360 Vegas Mark, and then he's got all these others, and I'm, I still have mine. I don't get a 360 Vegas Karen. Oh, that's fucking horseshit. We've talked about it, and you've rejected it. Oh, you're full of shit. You're fucking full of shit. And for the rest of you, we'll see you next week. Ha <laughs> ha